0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound. Hello, everybody. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are super happy to have you riding along with us on this thing we call the Guitar Knobs podcast. That's right. Tony, what do we do on the Guitar Knobs podcast? We talk about primarily boutique builders of
1: amps and guitars and mm-hmm. pedals and all kinds of fun things. We interview these people. We talk to them. We get their story. We get their background. That's what it's about. We share the love and yes, the knowledge. Sir. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. Yeah. What are we doing today, Jared? Today, we're
2: going to do a recap on our NAM trip
0: to Nashville. Yes, sir. 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 <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, we, just a couple things before we get into that. I want to point out that we have some amazing guests we've got That's right really an insane lineup for all of you listeners i don't typically do foreshadowing because i like to surprise and delight but in this case i'm like man this is so stacked it's crazy i you gotta gotta, share let, the I I gotta let the cat out of the bag let's spill the beans coming up in episodes nearest to the nearest future we have walsh guitars Ooh. Jennings guitars. Mm. What? Doctor no, no, yes. no, no. Yes. No. 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 We That's have awesome. adventure audio experiments. Okay. Deep space devices. <laughs> ground control audio. To Major Tom. Dunnable guitars. Can't wait. Frank Brothers guitars. Oh yeah. And oh, crow effects. Yeah. Ah, and, and there's ah. there's way more after that. That's a lot of good stuff coming, people. It is. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, and this is amazing. I mean, it really is. I mean, since I've been involved with with the podcast, I mean, it's just I, I get it. I am I'm, I'm every every week he's telling me who we have lined up, and I'm just I'm amazed. I love yeah. podcast.
0: It's like going to recess in elementary school. You can't wait to go. Yeah, or or to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay. that that said, those are all people that we talked to before we even got to Nam. That's right. And I've got a big fat stack of cards that I got to follow up with people to get on the show. So, nice. we've got tons of content beyond even what I just said to you fine people. If you are following along on your audio device, you might even want to switch over to Spotify and check us what? out on Spotify. That's right. That's right. If you, if everybody just goes and just just at least follow you don't even have to listen to us on Spotify, but if you follow us on Spotify, It helps bubble us up to the top for those who don't even who aren't even aware of us. The numbers game, which is loads of people, I'm sure. We ran into a lot of people who were like, "People, what's what's the Guitar Knobs podcast?" And it was really fun to introduce that to um, friends that we were making. So there's that. We also want to thank Road Microphones, Road Microphones, for providing this fine audio equipment. We are broadcasting to you on right now, and it's uh, the a pretty sweet deal. We're really sorry that we missed you, Road at Nam, because you weren't there. We looked for you. Well, maybe maybe, maybe the we'll next catch one. you. In maybe the we'll catch NAM. you at the next one if we can get there. Okay. I hope I can get there. I'll, I'm go. going. I'm going. You guys are going. I'll try to Bam. go. I'll see if I can go. I would love to go. I would love to go and meet all the other people that I will bug you until West Coast friends of ours that um we're gonna be you know dealing with. Yeah, Stax effects. I forgot that. I mean, I did not forget them, but stacks effects from ooh, Long Beach. Yeah, Stax. my my old 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 hometown where I was born and raised. so, ooh, doggies. We got a lot to talk about today, everybody. What's going on in our music world today this week, Tony? So there I was after the guitar show in Columbus,
1: and That's Jared what. says to me. I got this uh, K guitar <laughs> that I need something for. And I'm thinking, okay, that well, probably just needs strings or something, whatever. But no, it's missing <laughs> a pick guard. It's it's missing a pick guard. Uh, strangely enough, in my template collection, I, I, this is what a KN2? Oh, I, I think don't know. it's the model number because I had a model KN1, which is the, the same guitar without a pickup. Without a pickup right? right. So, uh, Luckily, the shape and everything fit pretty well. Actually, the the screw holes were darn close, but nice. I, I had to move them around a little bit. But uh, so his uh, his K now has a proper pick guard. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. And it
2: looks really good. It looks almost factory because the factories that had that big K emblem on them. Well, not the,
1: this particular model. It didn't really? have the K on it. Well, no. then you it, you won't be able to. tell? You won't be able to tell. Well, I will. I'll I'll know. Yeah, because oh. there's a big pick guardian sticker on the back. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's 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 that. I mean, in addition to playing catch up from being out of the shop for a couple of days, uh, that was my week. Jared, what about you? What was going on this week with you? Well, when we were down in
2: Nashville, we went to an after party, and it was at a guitar shop. I don't think they had any expectation of selling. You Know some equipment there. I think it was more so just a focus on you know people that do business with them. Uh, they were invited to this big after party after the uh the right. NAM show on after Saturday. The party. <laughs> after party, that's right. You're <laughs> come on, man. You're getting me all <laughs> catty wampus here. Do not get him, don't let him get <laughs> catty wampus.
0: I mean, man, apologize for the catty wampus it, it is funny, but uh, anyhow,
2: I saw this mid 70s twin reverb amp a fender twin reverb and it was awesome looking i noticed these like silvery speaker ball things in the middle of the speakers i forgot what those things that's, called. that's right and i was like those aren't the stock speakers in 1974 or 75 so the i'm having a beer and having a good time and one of the owners of the shop just said, "Hey man, yeah man, that's a great amp. We brown faced it," and I'm like, "Oh good, so it's
0: not going to sound like a what, '70s reverb." Explain what brown brown facing
2: is. is. when they they use uh, they totally redo the amp and they use com- the same components in a brown face amplifier. fire uh, and they redo the amp that way. Why is it's that probably hand
0: wired? Why is that different? Uh,
2: Tony, help me out.
1: Brown face uh, amps came out in the like '61, '62. Yeah. Uh, so that the the term comes from the color of the faceplate. Sure. Right. It says volume, tone, and model number. Mm-hmm. They were brownish, mm-hmm. and usually had cream Tolex. Uh, and then after that came with the black face, cream knobs too, right? Cream knobs as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's no looks
2: here that have changed on the amp. It's only the way the amp is made. And back then they were
1: actually hand wired. So the the, the point truth point. truth be told. Uh, Aside from some values of of the componentry, they didn't really change much when they went to silver faces. Uh, but what I think this company did is they went back to what would have been spec for early sixties, yeah, and changed out some of the values, and it makes the amp probably a little less bright, maybe. Oh, I, a lot I, less bright. Yeah,
2: it it sounds so warm now, and you don't have to um, you don't have to crank it up to get the the good sounds either so yeah. it's it's a great amp now because you know you can still keep your hearing but yet get the benefits out of and a, they didn't add a master to that up did they <laughs> they're yeah the master still works okay so all right it's heavily modded okay but anyway well if you're it happy did with sa- the it did
0: sound good when he was in the shop i was a little bit worried because he's plugged in i was like oh everybody look out because i was expecting just ice pick no, twin it reverb sounded good coming at us, and it sounded nice and warm, and it was actually really, really cool. great sounding amp.
2: I didn't have to haggle with him either. I was just, I just stood there and gave him a weird face when he said the number, and I just <laughs> made a face, <laughs> and I said, "Well," and I and I made my Jared noise of, "Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. well.
0: Yeah. That, that and
2: one. then he threw me a better price, and I'm like, "Okay." I was and they're going
1: are they going to carry your pickups too? Aren't they? They might. Okay. So well, that's kind of in the works. Well, that's good. Hopefully you can do that. Be yep. nice yeah. to get some Nashville representation for Brandon Williams. Oh, definitely.
2: I, I did drop off a few
0: things to a few different jobs, so we'll see. Cool. Todd, what about you this week? What'd you do? I caught up on practicing, and um, we're right in the mode of getting close to finalizing some songs, and so I just wanted to get right back in and start playing and playing and playing. Are you perfect yet? I will never be. They say practice makes perfect. Practice makes your fingers stronger. That's about it. (laughs) No, it does make it, it it makes us a whole lot better and I'm excited about that. I think that this also gave me an opportunity to actually spend some, so when you go in and you're playing with with the band, you get caught up in like, let's play the song, let's play the song, let's learn the song, let's get better at the song. It is difficult to, have the discipline to take the time to say, all right, I'm going to sit with a particular song and find the little areas to make better on my own so that I can go into the next practice with that. So I'm taking notes. I'm trying different combinations of pedals and pickups and controlling different volumes. So that's what I did. I just played the crap out of my guitars and I was happy about well, it. That's what you. they're for, man. You bet. If they, if you don't play them, they turn into furniture. That's true. And I don't fortunately I don't have any furniture. And at least not any expensive furniture. (laughs) Oh, and I almost lost the money that I made off of my stupid explorer. (laughs) That was so dumb. Oh wow. (laughs) Yes, the panic all the the panic texts. All the drama about the selling the explorer and then I dang near lose all the money. (laughs) I should've put it in a wallet. Yes. Yes have a wallet real men carry wallets not like yeah well i'm not one then (laughs) uh anyways (laughs) so let's talk about nam now for those that don't know what this is tony yeah tell us all in a nutshell in a nutshell what nam is nam stands for national
1: association of musical merchants Mm -hmm. it's a Oh God, I, I I don't know how long ago it was formed, but a long time ago. But uh, it's a gathering of uh, you know basically musical instrument makers
0: uh, of all types, including band instruments and things like that. Uh, yeah, there was a guy with a Star Spangled Banner music note shape harp. Yes, who the electric harp. Insane. Yes, but he did he wave. Was happy to be there. He did wave. He waved that, to everybody, and that was. Half the battle, if but you're, if you're okay sitting there with a giant musical note shaped harp painted in Star Spangled Banner, I figure you pretty much have to be a happy fella. <laughs> sure. So um, the
1: California or Winter Show is considerably bigger. I mm-hmm. mean, th- what we saw here, but you know the one thing I liked about the Nashville show is it's easier to take in in a, a day or two. Plus, you spend a little more time with people that you may not, you know, you may bypass at the California show. So I, I enjoy going to both because I think, you know, the, the other, the California show, of course, is huge and everybody is there and all thing, kind, sorts of things that you never thought you would see or is there. But Nashville show is definitely a little
0: more music-centric, I guess. There is a giant hair on your microphone screen. It's driving me insane. Can you... <laughs> Just grab it with your mouth. Where? <laughs> it's right on the edge. Did it come ah, out of get your the nose? thing off of the- <laughs> <laughs> Is it. <laughs> Is, it- <laughs> Is it gone? It's gone. <sighs> that was really freaking me out, man. It's just a hair, I man. Know. Wow. I don't know. Todd, Todd was freaking out. Was freaking and out. He's, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. We, we did have a, a, a piece of cake before the the podcast, and he's like all sugar Star Spangled Banner, 4th of July cake, and I kind of messed up my brain a little red, bit. White gonna say, yeah, was red, white, and blue. It was red, white, and blue. It was the equivalent of eating... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, That's awful. It was like eating six bags of Skittles. That's what it felt like. Taste the rainbow, Yeah, I did taste the rainbow. So anyways... Oh, that's a great explanation, Tony. And the cool thing is it's down in Music City yep. and there is a ton going on.
1: Oh, yeah. And if even, you know, everybody I tell, you yeah, know, oh, it was in Nashville, you must go to country music, blah, blah, blah. It's it, the- it, country music, yeah, is it's the home of country music. But it is a, a town that if you want rock, if you want jazz, if you want blues, if you want anything, I imagine there's even some rap down there. Yeah, I heard some. Did you? Yeah, there's a, there's a club or two okay. doing it. So they got everything, and it's you know it's a town just like Austin. Austin has all types of music, and that's the feel of the town. Yeah, um, there's just certain towns that that's the way that it is, mm-hmm. and and uh, Nashville is definitely one of them. Yeah.
0: So a, don't be put a off if you think rapidly growing city. My oh my. Yeah, and don't be put off if if you think my, all you're going to hear my. is country music. A hundred and seven people moving there a day. Hundred seven per day. Per day, so yeah. Well, anyways, on the Nashville podcast, yes, let's talk Nashville. So, so just format wise, everybody, we're not just gonna ramble on about blah blah blah. Let us tell you about nam derp derp derp. Um, we've got we're gonna do three highlights and three lowlights. And then we're going to talk about uh, a couple of things outside of NAMM, such as the shops we went to and the music that we caught. Oh, yeah. So we're going to just uh, try to give you a brief recap on, on, you know, some of the things in in a semi-organized fashion, as we like to do here on the podcast. That's right. Before that, I want to share what a great experience it was to meet up with the guitar nerds Matt and Jay, yeah, woo! Uh, as, Unexpected as, pleasure as a unofficial number one fan for real. It, it was it was just really great to meet up and and talk. We stood in the center of the of the main avenue <laughs> by the boss, uh, ginormous. How, how did we even meet them? I mean, it's just it was like this. Big, yeah, it was in, you know, it, the, the it, clouds parted it, and yeah.
1: light shone down
0: upon yep. the nerds and, and, and there we they saw were. them. And, and uh, there they were. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we caught Matt after a day. <laughs> I think he was kind of kind of a little bit wasted, which I understand you're working at booth all day and, you know, in a bunch of noise and trying to explain to people the same thing over and over again. However, they were extremely fun and gracious and super cool to talk to. We are trying to figure out how we can do a, a cross show of some sort. I would love to have uh, a, a couple, if not all of them on, and um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I would love to hear you know, the story of how they started. And, and if you guys yeah. haven't, for whatever reason, have found the Guitar Nerds, do so. They cover uh, basically new equipment and, and keep us abreast of what is constantly evolving on the music scene. And we kind of pick up the other half. And that's cool.
2: They are fast paced, so pay attention.
0: <laughs> Not like us, George. <laughs> that's right. we're gonna slow yeah. so, it right now. So that was just a real treat for me. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, Jay and I have been in, in uh, you know, some conversation, trying to blink up a bit, and um it was a it was a real it was a treat and it was a it was an honor and I that was a highlight for me. One of the big ones for yeah. me. Yeah. Just to, you know, meet somebody that you feel like you kind of know. I listen to them all like every week. So yeah. anyways, uh, let's well, get, What about all the yeah.
1: other people that we met or guests that we've had on the podcast? Well, we got I guess to we we're going to go over that, but let's just kind of blanket statement that right now too. Yes. We got to meet
0: so many. I mean, I, I was... Every corner we turned. Right. Uh, I guess we can't really cover that in with just doing three, one highlight each. There's just too many people. Oh yeah. We don't want to offend anyone. That's a
2: thing out of its own.
0: Yeah.
2: And everybody that we, it was,
0: it was such a a great thing to, to actually connect with the people that have been on the show and, and also people that are going to be on the show.
1: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So we met a lot of uh, new builders, it'll take us forever to to like literally list out all the names, but let me just say, I probably spent about four hours just in the, uh, there was these two aisles. It was just all pedals. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. I
1: I abandoned Todd after about a a a half an hour and he was just like drooling and couldn't just, you know, I said, "Uh, okay, we'll just wander off. And I get a text from him three hours
0: later. Still in pedal land. They set up, (laughs) they set up that area really smart where they had, Uh, uh, guitars you you can basically grab one of the guitars and you just walk along the aisle and you plug into each builder's yeah kit um and that was smart there were some pedal boards that were just made up of people that couldn't be there which i thought was a really great idea Um, and uh, i got to play i don't know four or five different pure salem guitars pure salem hello we want you on the show i've sent you a note so i expect to hear something from you. Consider yourself warned. Yeah. Those are great guitars. <laughs> we They're want really <laughs> great guitars. I just want to sit there and play them. Yeah. fans were super great. Love them. Got to run into a lot of new pedals that we hadn't heard, uh, hadn't experienced before, yeah. and just, you know, kind of meet face to face with people that we're seeing all over Instagram and music news and and uh hearing about from other people. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Can, can I can I talk about the, my biggest
1: highlight outside of the show? Okay, both of our highlights is uh, we were invited to go to the uh, Novo uh, and Eastwood uh, factory showroom. Indeed, and it was just it was a it was a privileged one to meet Dennis Fano, who uh, who started up Novo guitars, but also Matt from from Novo, yeah, uh, who we had as a guest on the show, yeah, and then. Uh, uh, hopefully down the pike we'll have uh Mike Robinson from Eastwood Guitars on
0: as well as Dennis himself. As well uh, as Dennis
1: on a, another another when it, episode. when it's appropriate.
0: Yes. When appropriate. When appropriate that's going to uh, happen. But it's a, a,
1: it was just a neat thing. Maybe we experience. might actually
0: try to go down there for it to be honest. Oh,
1: well that would be even that's better. That's kind of the plan. I'm good with that. Yeah. But uh We've yeah, got we got a nice tour of the facility. Yeah, and it's 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 really um they didn't display it at the show, but they did invite everybody out to to come and they had just basically an open house so we got to see uh where the wood is stored and, you know where they're actually making these things the new sp- uh, spray booth was going in uh very cool i mean it's it's a really nice facility and uh i i think you know uh, the novo guitars of course are uh both Todd and I, I think
0: uh, we, we really kind of, mi- uh, yeah, they're really kind of mind blowing. It's it's hard to express, like when you just see pictures of it and you're like, that's cool looking. Then you pick one up and you're like, man, yeah. what, there's just something about, and and this is, it's not just them, it's there's something about every brand that you pick up that if you're lucky, you can really lock on to something. We did the same thing with Echo Park. It was like, yep. you pick them up and you're just like, I can't put my finger on it. But man, there is something about this guitar that is just getting me in a certain way, right? And the same thing with the Novo yep. guitars. They were just they were really fantastic. And then of course the Eastwoods that they had on display at the showroom. Oh, there. yeah.
1: Just some really cool stuff and the Revoltas. So it was really nice to uh to meet in person Mike Robinson from uh from Eastwood yes. Guitars. Kind yes. of the driving force. And if you're not familiar with Eastwood products and you love vintage guitars and japanese guitars and things like that
0: all the weird weird wild and wonderful
1: guitars and that
0: he, are so affordably priced oh ridiculous. my god ridiculous
1: yeah and they're and they're really cool and they're and probably in almost every case better made than yeah the original ones were uh, but uh he was telling me that he's got hundreds of design ideas uh based off of yeah, yeah, Japanese brands and even some American brands. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. I mean, it'll be exciting to have him on board. That's on, right. On, We're on going to get him on the episode. show.
0: That's right. Uh Can't Talk wait. about where he came from, what he's doing. He but was a super-duper accommodating dude who is incredibly down-to-earth and generous with his time, and it was a pleasure meeting him. Yeah, totally. Everybody that we ran well, into, it was great.
1: Meeting, meeting uh, people like that, uh, uh, not at the show, because the show is – almost feel has a very plasticky feel to it well yeah it just feels generic yeah when you're but when you're we were on their turf they were everybody was relaxed and you know it was just a very low-key event there weren't like 300 people piled into a small space so it was
0: it was it was pretty cool they took a lot of time with us and we are greatly appreciative of it so thank you especially to matthew Timmons, for um making us feel so at home in your new Home. And your new home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Mikasa. Yes. All right. So let's get on with our organized podcast. Organized. Three highlights and three low lights of the NAM show. Yes. And Jared, go. The highlight of the actual NAM show, and this kind of hits home with me,
2: is probably talking to the Gibson rep. And I know. You know, it's it's cool to talk about small boats because that's what we do. But I really wanted to talk to Gibson and just kind of get a weather report, what's going on with that that company. He said uh, there are investors that that have uh, invested in it and they want to go back to the you know ultra you know go back to the traditional uh, meat and potatoes of what they're good at doing. That made me feel really good because I grew up. Wanting a Gibson guitar my whole life, and yeah, it's a brand thing. But you know, when I was a kid, my dad had Gibsons, and he talked about having Gibsons. That's what I wanted. So it was really cool to to hear uh, and to talk to a Gibson representative talk about how the company's excited about the direction that they're going to go. That, that is good. That is honestly probably the biggest highlight of. That's being good because we've all been just
0: speculating on how poo poo it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, i'm sorry but i'm oh, just i'm just mind your now. language there young man well it's no you're purple. right man it's i mean con the, the con stuff, con stuff
2: <laughs> they've been spitting out the last couple of years has been below par so yeah. in my opinion anyway so yeah totally um okay good check
0: on that was there a particular gibson that you kind of picked up and were thrilled by a custom shop sg Barclay, that was a new but, kind of blue wasn't it it looked like oh they had
2: a Pelham blue one there I think
0: yeah not that no they a had a, they had a sparkly blue one yeah it was that's
2: a, right that was right How next to forget. the 62 yeah. yeah well I like the the six, the way they do those custom shop 62's it has always been great I mean, they they do a good job making them
0: but uh, alright well if you like best cheese then yep <laughs> 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 then you're probably like, strats too. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> All right.
1: why not? Tony Baloney, what's up? All right. So I think the, probably the biggest highlight of the show for me was um, really kind of the variety of
0: boutique amp
1: builders that were there.
0: Hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, there was the big Walla Marshall. And, Which was kind of weird because it seemed like everybody was like, well, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> well, it is It was cool to take a picture in front of it. I saw a lot of people yeah. taking a picture in front of it. Like, but, I mean, compared to other displays I've but, seen, but it was then, what else pretty tame. I bet
2: there were yeah. no speakers in those cabinets.
1: Yes, yeah. probably not. But, uh, but yeah, so there were some big builders. But I, I really enjoyed, like, you know, uh, seeing some uh, – it was, what, like Third Power and Supro and
0: – uh, gosh, there! No tone. This new amp. Yeah, that, I mean, that was featured in Premiere Guitar.
1: Yeah. So there, there were just. I mean, uh, and I think the the summer show does um, really lend itself to. It's it's a lot more affordable than the summer show, and especially if you're a East Coast builder, right? Uh, it's a lot closer to get to with amps. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: a lot more doable to set up a table.
1: Yeah. So I that that was kind of cool to see, um, and and be able to try out. Uh, some of the the new boutique amps that are out there, and you actually talk to the person who's wiring these yeah, things up. Greer that, Amps was there. Greer, that's right.
0: Gosh, there were so many of them. Were yeah, he, he's he got a brand new amp out that is modified. Modified. So that would be... Going to be on I the think, show, just saying. I think
1: that would be my highlight.
0: That's, that's about, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. How about, about you, you? Todd? Well, I enjoyed seeing all those amps uh, as well. I just want to echo that. it. it I was afraid that we weren't going to find that. And I was really pleased yeah. to to see those amp builders and to hear them and to talk to them and all that business. But you like the pedals, I bet. Oh, well, no. My highlight what? was we were walking down the uh, the uh, the aisle when we first got there. All we did was we went and got our badges and Tony and Joe were like, well, let's just hit the floor. And I was like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's like the end of the day. It's People aren't going to be either out here or very excited. Neither of which was true. And as we were walking down by the drum area of all places, (laughs) I spied with my little eye, a certain Australian luthier that I, I just about fell over when I saw, because I follow him on Instagram and he has been entertaining me from a creative standpoint with his great posts about the g- guitars that he is hand building, which I found out are in his little apartment, and that was Honey Tea guitars. Uh, oh
1: yeah, those. Yeah, he was right up against the windows. Yeah. The, yep. His
0: name is uh, Stephen Burnett, and I just walked up and and he's I he said like, what, two I guitars. said hey and he's like yeah you know, hello <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me yeah, yeah, yeah he had <laughs> and, two guitars there. He had two guitars there, which I had followed the build from the selection of the wood all the way to the final finishing. Right. And I got to see those in person. These are guitars that are very expensive, that are way bonkers over the top builds. And I mean that in the amount of care and construction that goes into these. He's hand building them with actual hand tools, Japanese woodworking tools. Yep. Yeah. And w- w- I mean, this guy's an absolute artist and he's going to be on the show too. Very cool. He agreed to be on the show and we're, I'm really excited to hear his story. It's going to be great to share his story with all of you. If you are not familiar, look up Honey T guitars on, on Instagram. They're really mind blowing. I mean, we well, really, really yeah, are. The thing
1: was like, like the one, it was like an archtop jazz guitar, but instead
0: of traditional like a rock and roll style. Yeah, yeah Totally. Yeah, it was Candy Apple Blue. Yep. And Gold, which... Gold gold Leaf sides. Gold Leaf. And now, when, you, when if you say that instantly, if somebody said, Dude, you should check out this guitar. It's Candy Apple Blue. And Gold Leaf, I'd be, Nope. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was absolutely gorgeous in person. And then to understand... The steps that it took to make that yeah. patiently over a very long time by hand, and then I, then we'll share more when he we have him on. But yeah, I mean, how he's doing these in his house is bananas. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it, it was amazing, and it was really. I mean, you know, uh,
0: he came all the way from Australia to be seated by a window next to the drum aisle. Yeah. with his those are award winning guitars. Those are show stopping guitars. It's so fun to meet people that you are following online so i agree thank you stephen burnett for showing up at nam and and making my day when i showed up anyways and please everybody go check out his work it is so worth it really incredible stuff all right now three low lights of the nam show mm. no and look, we're not this is not we're not dogging on Nam or anything, but I'm sure we all have commentary on that. Yeah, we do. Jared's still thinking. Go, Jared. Oh, me? You guys want me
2: to go? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't see anything groundbreakingly new. Um, I did mm-hmm. see some really cool pickups um, that, that had, uh, I don't know, some sort of stereo thing going on with them. Um, it, that was pretty cool. That was kind of new to me, but... Uh, actually, um, if if I had a complaint, that would be it. There there was nothing, you know. There there wasn't a big uh, fireworks display with the big new thing in the music industry. There just wasn't a, a breakthrough, big, big breakthrough. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm trying and that, to say. And,
1: but that's that's kind of typical for the summer show too. You don't really. I mean, sometimes they'll release new models and talk about things, but I mean, usually mm-hmm. the big announcements are for.
2: And that's not really a big deal to me. I think if you know if that's that's what i would have to mention that's the mentionable thing you know but uh, other than that i was i was pretty satisfied with the show for what it was i meant you know
1: i got a lot of, out of it and that's why
2: i go so. yeah cool
1: tony well as with every nam show my my least favorite part is drumland No offense. Well, with great offenses to drummers, no. Mm. Uh, It's just, it's this strange cacophony of sounds. If I had to hear a drummer bang on a cymbal cymbal one more time, uh, I was going to go nuts. How did you make it being in a band when you were younger? Uh, I mean, there's only one drummer. <laughs> Whoa, I got, you, I got <laughs> in Drumland. There's like yeah. 50 people banging on things, yeah, that's true. and it's none of them are playing the same thing. And that that's my least favorite part. But you know, I understand that the drummers are part of the musical community as well. So that's why they usually have a, a section of the uh, of the show cordoned off just for Drumland. Other yeah. than that, trombone land could be bad too. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can put a bass player in a booth with an amplifier. You can put a guitar and a you know in an amplifier in a in a little sound booth. But a drum set, that's
1: not going to be easy, and not
2: every now you can't. You know, it's just
1: uncontrollable, except but, for the electronic drums.
2: I like walking by and hearing some dude, you know, beating out of this awesome whatever, but. I see what you're saying when you hear five or six different drummers
1: just beating away. Yes. Just, yeah. That's so that's my usually my least
0: favorite part, but Yeah, so that, just the sound. It, it's problem. just
1: it's it, it 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 just makes my my head swim. It's sound pollution. It's sound pollution, so.
0: Yeah. So, I'll put some earplugs in next time, I guess. I think my least favorite part was that there were several vendors that I ran into that I said, Oh, Hey, this is a, this is a new thing. And, um, I don't, you know, I don't know about this thing. And they ended up just being reps that weren't Mm -hmm. repping very well. I'm not going to call any brands out, but Mm -hmm. if you're listening and you had a rep there and you weren't there, it might be yours. I'm just saying, but, uh, it made it difficult because I was, you know, trying to make a connection and they weren't super duper helpful there was also in that sort of same vein, you could tell who was just even walking by. You could be like, I'm going to have no conversation here. (laughs) Yeah. You, you read that as well. Yeah, you you, you you could definitely for whatever reason. I'm just like, Hey, if you're at the, if you're at the show, give me like, bring me in, give me a reason Mm -hmm. to stop and talk to you. Now that respectfully, I can refuse the, uh, the invitation, but, I don't want to look at something and go like that looks pretty interesting and then get the get the uh, body language that says I have zero interest in telling anybody about this thing that I'm yeah. standing in front of.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that does happen. I mean, part of it is although that would actually happen probably the first day of the show too. So the excuse of being
0: tired from being on the floor for 2 or 3 days. Yeah. Uh, here, here's here's another thing. So I'm just kind of throwing one in there, a bonus one. One, one Todd, only one. Yes. So <laughs> there were loads of guitar players there. I think the overwhelming majority of people who are there are using their gear for live uh, instances. I'd mm-hmm. be I'd be willing to say that. Oh, no, uh, I think that's a fair that. assessment. Yeah. Now, in the pro audio section, there seemed to be a giant gap between. This is the pro audio section and we're basically just talking to dealers and it's all super duper mega high end stuff. There didn't seem to be a connection into, hey, what about like this, you know, 10 aisles of guitar people over here that need to use mics that need to use, uh, you know, different kinds of interfaces and boards and all the other stuff that comes with a, some sort of a live setup. It just seemed like that that's a gap to bridge. Because mm-hmm. other than just walking up and saying, "Wow, this stuff looks really complicated and really expensive," and I don't know how to talk to you about it, we still have to use some of that gear. I'm just saying that. Yeah, and what you'll find
1: if you do go to a California show is there's even more separation because the halls are so big. They'll have a sure a hall for pro audio gear and a hall
0: for you know mostly oh, yeah. guitars. And yeah, they have different buildings. Yeah. with different halls and i I understand like if you if you are uh, you know going to be a dealer or something for that kind of stuff you want to find (laughs) that on the same place but also knowing that there were hundreds and hundreds of people who still need to be familiar or use or or be aware of that new stuff that's coming in that uh, there really is no connection yeah or at least if you if you're If we're walking by, you can spot us because we're not talking to you, but we're clearly there and we're probably not looking at the tubas. So you might want to say, Hey, do you guys play guitar? I see you got guitar shirts on. We've got a great product over here. You probably play live. This is really cool. This is great for miking your amps. This is a little doodad for hanging the things off your amps or, you know, whatever it is. Hmm. I'm just saying. So them's the threes and threes. Now, we also had a heck of a great time outside of the show. Yes. so Possibly better. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I didn't. I, my, my, I had an absolute blast at the show. I really, truly did. We hit up a couple of shops. So let's just kind of briefly run down our shop experience really quick-like. Yes.
1: Well, Nashville, of course, is... Known for one or two musicians, I think live around there. Yep. So they have a couple of different guitar stores. Mm-hmm. Some historic, some uh, pre- more player grade instruments, but yeah. still really nice things. Um, so we took our. Was it Saturday? We did that. Yep. So Saturday we, uh, in lieu of going to the show, we hit the road. We had here. already hit the show for two days. Straight, we, had, we were two, so. two days at the show. Done so, business. Um, and I, this is kind of my MO when I go to these shows, because Saturday, a lot more people are going to the show, which makes most of these uh, music shops much more empty. Rather oh, empty, yeah. Which is, you know, the way I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, of course, the, the, probably the big two down there are Groon's Guitars. Everybody knows George Groon Guitars and also Carter's.
0: No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, really? I thought that's you are my jam. Yeah, either. that's so I get you. I get <laughs> nice, what I get what nice, you're saying. Nice, nice
1: store. Just, you know, yeah, but, um, but, but Carter's vintage instruments, which oh, is very place. close to the convention center. And also I think one of the nicest stores in terms of being able to go in feeling comfortable picking yes. up a guitar to play it. Uh, Jared, I mean, even you Jared, you'll you have to tell us about your, your experience there. Yeah, so we went into Carter, and I proposed that they
2: carried my pickups. And uh, they were thrilled that I was just going to leave a set there for them to use and not charge them. So they offered me to play Ed King's 1960 uh, Les Paul Burst. Who's Ed King? He helped write the song Sweet Home Alabama when he was in Leonard Skynyrd.
1: Hmm. Mm.
2: So I got to play that burst for a while, and Todd
0: in an here, isolated room.
2: That's right,
1: through a and with no armed guards.
2: Yeah, that's right. They just trusted me with the guitar. I took my ring and my watch off. What did and, you play?
0: Uh, what did you play it out of again? I'm trying to remember. I think I, I have. I have that video. I want to say it was a Fender De- uh, Deville or something like that. I, I think it was. It was a brown. Face to amp, yeah. It was, it was a brown like faced a, Fender, so I Deville mean, we made it a full Deluxe. circle back here. Yeah. Deluxe. Did, or did you
1: play Sweet Home Alabama? I did not. <laughs> See, that's that's that that was probably in the DNA of that guitar. You know the, <sighs> well, what do they call it? It had a nickname.
2: It's a oh that was that the red eye crackhead. That's right. It was the crackhead yep. that he had. Why? Because it had a crack in the head of the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is correct. That's
2: right. So, you know, I was so into just holding the guitar and being able to play it. I just
0: wasn't, I was relaxed, but. Well, I was climbing all over the you with the, you know, taking p- pictures and video. And, well, and then not I. That, that was okay. I, I mean, backed off and let you have the room to yourself.
2: I was appreciate I, I appreciated you filming that, but it, it wasn't you. It was just the fact that if I dropped the guitar. <laughs> I would have to sell my house to cover the costs of the guitar. I that mean is That is true. So there was a it lot was of things. Running, it was in a glass case. It was. It was in a glass case, and they got it out for me. And I didn't think I had that coming, you know. But they were really nice and to me, and they trusted me. And it was a really great privilege. And this is
0: the kind of place it was. There was somebody that poked their head in. They had these with their kids, and somebody says, what is that? And he goes, I think that's a Les Paul. Which is it's cool that they just felt comfortable enough to be in there and not be like oh, we can't go in there because we don't know guitars. <laughs> I mean, there's guitar players that feel like they can't go into those shops. I yeah. mean, I've yeah. I, I've been intimidated by going into you know guitar shops, especially as a kid.
1: I you know I
2: reacted. I said, "Yeah, this is an old one."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, that the, I I think out of all the shops down there, that's probably my favorite one,
2: Eastside Music. You know that that's up there for me too. Yeah, I didn't Though, get a chance to go to that one. So. Yeah, I'm sorry you that didn't was get great. to go, but that was great. That you know the people there,
0: the and how you felt in that store. They had an open house at the end of the show uh, that they invited us to, and we got to hang out. It was mostly for the boutique set, and you know a lot of the pedal cats. Uh, Benson Amps was there. Uh, Greer Amps was there. Uh, Yellow kick Pedals. Third Power showed up. Acorn amps. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch of the whole bunch of dudes. Um yeah, yeah floating floating forest, the uh, petals and new guy on the scene. So and we and it was kind of like our people. We got to hang out with more like our people in a in a uh, in a in a more intimate atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It was really great. Nice dudes running that shop, very accommodating. And uh yeah, so if you are down there at the old Nashville, stop by the East Side Music Supply. They also We're at a show the night before. That's right. Where we saw a fantastic band. Speaking of a great segue, everybody. Oh my gosh. Segway, man. Oh man. Listen up. Uh, I pretty much fell in love with this band. The, um, fever blush. They were great. They killed it at this place called the five stop that uh, everybody up there had their own deal. I'm probably going to post a couple pictures or at least some video of that. Um, you know it's going to be good when you're in the back of the room and you say to the other guitarist, the other guitar player next to you, "Is that dude playing a T T-40? Exactly,
2: and he had the TB bass. You know, right. you could see the headstock forty, you know,
0: yep. forty feet away, and you're like, "Whoa!"
2: He had like duct tape or masking tape around where the strap goes. Yeah, he's playing everything. out of
0: a big old, an old Sun amp. Oh, you know, big tall uh, one. It uh, was uh, great, and uh, the drummer. Look, this is a guitar podcast, but that drummer He was working, man. Captivated everybody. He were truly. That was as close <laughs> was so to good. like seeing Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> he was, man. He, he was money. That guy, it was it was so great to see somebody just yeah. love every single hit that he made. It that was dude great. played with every bit of passion that yeah, I've ever seen. It was seen, great. Man. They all did. They all did, and it was it was great good band. stuff. So uh, good luck to the Fever Blush out there, and um, Eastside Music Supply uh, gave us uh, gave away a whole bunch of stuff, whole bunch of straps, whole bunch of pedals. So it was a heck of a night, and they were very gracious, and especially for having everybody over there too. So thank you guys for doing that for everyone in the NAM community. We also got to see some other cool music, Jared. Yeah, so. um, there's a, a fella named Mike Merritt,
2: and he goes by Muffy Merritt, and his band's called the Bullhorn Boys. And um, I've made a few pickup sets for him and, and sent them down his way. And he's
0: playing reverend guitars.
2: And he's playing reverend guitar. So he and a few others, but uh, he particularly likes this pink sparkle uh, limited edition reverend that he has. And he stuck a set of my pickups in that guitar. And I actually. That was actually a Neil Young kind of thing that I did, expecting him to use it for a different guitar, but he slapped him in this guitar, and he plays slide with it. And it sounds so good. Yeah and, yeah. and I think the moon and and all the stars aligned that night because we were actually enjoying that music, uh, enjoying some barbecue with Kenny and Penny Haas and Joe Naylor of Reverend Guitars. So it
0: was it was crazy. We were was, all hunkered down on a on a little table in the picnic sweltering table. Weltering heat Ooh, was it That's hot? Right. It was hot, but the conversation was great. We appreciate those their their hospitality. Um, it was fun talking guitars with them. And, Absolutely. And their uh, uh, is, it, is it his nephew? No, yeah, his,
2: his, it was his uh, his,
0: his best friend best son. friend's son. So yeah. you know, nephew ish, but not really a nephew. Sure. So he was cool. He's a new listener. Welcome, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Um,
2: amazing music too they it was real i don't want to say country but it's very Ameri-
0: american it, it, well it's it's kind of like old-timey uh cross between yeah old timey like like swing uh Gypsy like ra- ragtime jazz. swing and and rock yeah. you know uh bass player was you know surfing the On the bass and, yeah. <laughs> and riding uh, his bass and yeah. muffy was doing the vocals out of this old gibson amp yep which was really kind of cool. So it kind of gave it that really ultra low-fi radio sound. Yeah. And he was playing his guitars through these, these little tiny ZT amps that were featured at the show. Um, little tiny lunchbox amps. I think they go by the, you know, the loudest little amp in the, uh, in yeah. the world. Tiny amp, big sound. Yeah. Really they were good very for tiny. what he was doing. Yeah. It gave it a real tinny boxy kind of, Warm, distorted sound, and it was great. It was awesome, fantastic, easy to move, very easy to move, indeed. I think they met
2: their drummer just minutes before they started. That's true, before that gig, too. That
0: was another fun part. That's Nashville, man. I forgot to mention, just before that, we got to meet Zach McPeter's and father. Who came over to our Airbnb? Father McPeters, Father McPeters, <laughs> Father McPeters. I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I doubt they're Irish, but whatever. That was terrible. Whatever. Uh, so they came over to our Air, uh, our Airbnb and um, brought their guitars. So you know, we just did the oh, podcast man, with them. They were beautiful, they have too. Gorgeous guitars. Uh, so that was a real treat getting to talk to them about how they're going about building, what they think their future is, and re- you know, just again meeting the people that are out there having to do with the show. Oh man. It was a great trip. It was a really it fun really time. Was. We had a we had a blast and we it's look forward to the next down, one. Yeah. And we hope to meet many, many more friends of the podcast out there. The F-O-P's. and make new ones. Friends of podcast. Yes. Let's uh put a bow on that with Well, it's time for Would
2: You Rather. This week's Would You Rather? So I don't you're don't know why at- it's funny every time, but it is. You're at Nam, and you have a choice. You're you're given uh, two certificates, or I'm sorry, you're given one certificate, and the certificate says this will allow you one signature guitar from one company. And your two choices are a Troy Van Leeuwen Jazzmaster, which is a maroon. Oxblood. Oxblood color. That's more like it. and uh, Made by Fender. A, yep, Jazzmaster, just a kick butt guitar. Or would you rather have the Billy Corgan made by Reverend Guitars? So a Billy Corgan Reverend guitar, and they also feature the Railhammer pickups, which was, uh, mm. they were designed by Joe
1: Naylor. Can you describe those?
2: Yes. Now, the large magnets uh, that cover the three smaller strings on the guitar, they're pull magnets, and and they they kind of... Allow those strings to to be more, I don't know, midi and more attack with mids or whatever. And then you have rails uh, with the three larger strings to kind of tighten that up to you know, kind of tighten up the lows. Tighten up the lows and accentuate the highs. It's kinda kinda what the thing's designed
0: to do. I love the idea of that.
2: Yeah. A great pickup. And uh, they designed one for Billy Corrigan as well. So nice. Would you rather have the
0: Fender Troy Van Leeuwen of uh, Queens of the Stone Age or Billy Corgan of uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Reverend Guitar? Tony.
1: <laughs> I just,
0: I loved your little drop-in of the band names. That's, that's, that's
1: Johnny Pro, man. Yeah, Johnny man. Pro. You got it. Toddy Pro. <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh, well, no, no disrespect to Billy Corgan, but I think... Uh, I just ever, I saw the, the, ever since I saw the first Troy Van Leeuwen Jazz Master, I said, wow, that is cool. It's a cool color. Uh, They changed the circuitry up a little bit. Um, Modernized? Yeah, a little more modern. It's, it's, it's just a very cool instrument. And, and I, so I, I, I think I have to go with the, with the, the TVL one. But, uh, uh, the, you know, after seeing and getting a chance to pick up one of the, uh, the Billy Corgan ones. That's a, that's a fine instrument too, but I think the Troy Van Leeuwen's gonna win out in my
0: book. Yeah. I Jared, can see that. what are you doing?
2: I gotta go with, uh, as much as I want that Troy Van Leeuwen, and I'm, you know, I know this is fantasy land, but I'm it gonna. Does, have,
1: it does have blocks and binding on it. Yes, the neck. I know. And, and,
2: and we ordered one, and we talked about that a while back. <laughs> so because of that, I I got I got to take the Reverend, man. I got to take the Billy Corrigan. I want those pickups. Ah. I think uh, I think that's a fantastic design, pickup design. Yeah. And I want a guitar that doesn't have my pickups in it cuz all of my guitars, almost all of my cars have my own, but I I want to enjoy somebody else's creation as well. So
1: Now what do you think would happen if they flip those around and put the rails underneath the treble <laughs> strings instead of the bass strings?
2: I think it would kind of tonally be lopsided. Cause you, you would have so? you would have extremely boomy lows and very tinny highs. Okay. I, and that's that's the reason Joe did that. Cool. You know, to kind of tighten everything up and make it a little more even. So I, I think that's a great pickup. What color design. are
0: you going with though? Uh
2: I like I like the don't they have a gray and white? It's like a silver gray. The silver, yeah. That's the silver that's, burst. That's exactly what I would want. With the
0: uh, and, and the the uh, pick guards are it's it's the a metal. four piece pick guard uh, metal like aluminum. Yeah. Yes, and I actually have a template set. I've had a couple of
1: people order. They want more of the plastic pick guards like perloids and things like that.
0: Oh, to put on them to yeah. customize them. Customize That's them a great a idea. Yeah. 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 What about you, Todd? Uh, I. You know what this is a no brainer for me. I am a huge fan of Smashing and Pumpkins and uh, I really do like that uh, Reverend Billy Corgan picked it up. I hadn't picked one up before. Uh, my friend plays one, but I haven't played his. So I got to pick this one up and, and spend a little bit of time with it. And it's just a really, truly unique guitar. It's a truly unique shape. Like everything about it, every appointment is different. And uh, it. it it's it's kind of a showstopper, and and I would take that one in the all white. I like the silver burst. I'm, I I I don't want as much contrast with the the actual pick guard pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I think that the, the white one with the silver is like the OG, you know, original one. I'm years, I'm going it'll with be, that.
2: Maybe it'll be kind of like that yellowed color.
0: Yeah. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we could have them sign it. At okay. some point, somehow. I don't know. Yeah. I'll sign it for you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the Anyways, yeah. That would be uh, that would be super, super, super cool.
1: Yeah, both are cool guitars, though. So, I mean, they're they are definitely you know, both worth considering and both about the same price point. So indeed. Great guitars, man.
0: Indeed. All right, gentlemen. Real quick, we got a couple of people to thank, and Tony's gonna handle that. I am. I am going
1: to handle that because that's what I do in this segment of the show. Yeah, so at this time of the show, we like to thank our executive producers. Now, if you go to Patreon... They keep the show going. They keep the show going. Yep. As do all the patrons. Yes. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs, you can see how you can participate and help sponsor the podcast. That's right. Uh, It could be as little as a
0: dollar. It could be... $1, $5, $10. We'll yes. take them all. We, it, it and at each level, you truly. get
1: a great little prize package. Yes. from yes. stickers. Hopefully you guys have seen those
0: and, in pictures on from Instagram oh, yeah. and Facebook. Yeah. And, and if you do get one, share it with the world for us, please. So let's just say you got an extra 10 spot right. per month that
1: you'd like to sponsor with that gets you into this exclusive club you get a lot you get a lot not only the prize packages and the t-shirt and all the other fun stuff Baref-
0: barefoot button barefoot button. t-shirt t-shirt get your name red. and you get your name red right on the thing yep and a whole bunch of a crazy stickers of and all stuff. kinds of other stuff so heck of a deal
1: go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs you'll thank get all the, people, the information Tony. i'm gonna thank our executive producers right now <laughs> oh my god so here we go. We'd like to thank Doug Christ, Zach J. Wright, Gary Goodman, Ann Beckett, and Beckett. Uh, Darren Gregory, Robert Marfleet, John Anglin, Chris Kearney, Sean S., S. Oliver Gonzalez, John Daly, Robin Smith, Derek Fitzer, Pete Marshall, Carlos Mancha, Matt Brammer, David Wolfson, Martin Cliff, and Tom Barazin. Thank you
0: guys so much. You're the best. Thank you. Tony, where can people find you?
1: Well, for custom pick guards and other fun accessories, you can go to pickguardian.com. Mm-hmm. Find out all the various things that I am capable of doing. Yep. See some nice examples like and photos. Reverend Billy Corgan pick guards. Yeah. For instance, so you got one of those Reverend Billy Corgans and you want to get rid of the metal plates. Throw some Tiger Stripe of purloid on there.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, mama.
1: And then you can also see me on the various social media, most currently uh, active on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Big Guardian and the number
0: one. Indeed. Jared?
1: Uh, You can find me at Brandon Wound Pickups.
2: We build boutique pickups, and we build vintage-style pickups down to the T. We also do rewinds uh, for a very low cost and a fast turnaround. You can find me on Facebook. And legit also, low cost.
0: Like I'm not, we're not just. Yeah. Yeah. Very, Almost free.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Shockingly
0: it's, low. It's, and it's a fast turnaround, stupid fast.
2: So uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at uh, Brandon Wound Pickups, also on Instagram. And I'm pretty active on Instagram. And you yeah. have a website too, don't
0: you? That would be BrandonWoundPickups.com. That's right. Pay me a visit. You can shoot me a note at todd at theguitarnobs.com. I am always happy to hear from people out there. Um, If you are a Patreon, you can do it on the Patreon app as well, or however else you can figure out how to go to hold of us. You can DM me on Instagram. That's right. Everybody, we are so glad that you joined us for this show. Uh, We can't wait to bring you another one. If you are new to the show, Go back and listen to some of the old ones. Doggone it, they're good. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not just saying yeah, that, are you? And also, if you're listening on uh, iTunes, give us a good. Would you throw us a rating bone? I would greatly appreciate it. It does help our. Uh, it helps our visibility out there. Um, to get more people uh, looking at us. So, with that, we bid you all a fantastic guitar week. Subscribe. Yeah. Dude, you're high as a kite. I brought that sticker in. But you can have the sticker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? You I'm just saying it would be in your best interest if you was uh, <laughs> carrying my product here. <laughs> great, 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 great. That cake did me in, man. Like seriously, I've got I've got a sugar brain right now. I can't. Oh uh, no, because it's I want to. Tony, that hair is still on there. Oh my gosh, get it off. It was flopping when you are breathing all over. It was <laughs> killing me. <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Visit our website at theGuitarKnobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.